Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens improved to 11-3 on Sunday with a primetime win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Ravens took down the Jags 23-7, and they punched their ticket to the postseason. The Ravens maintained their top spot in the AFC and became the first team in the AFC to secure a playoff bid. Now, it was an all-hands-on-deck effort, but Lamar Jackson delivered an iconic performance. He showed just about everybody why he remains in that MVP conversation. Lamar finished the game with just under 100 yards on the ground. He also completed 14 of 24 passes for 171 yards and a touchdown, but he was remarkable throughout the game. He was avoiding tacklers and finding guys down the field, delivering some iconic plays like a big play touchdown to Isaiah Likely, and then also another scrambling play where he hit Likely down the field. It was an impressive showing from Lamar, and head coach John Harbaugh talked after the game about the win and what it means for this team. Okay, appreciate everybody being here. Thank you. Uh, late night with a great outcome for the Ravens. Really proud of our guys. I mean, coming here, very good football team, very well-coached team uh, that played well. Kind of a playoff-type environment that we were in. The place was rocking, man. It was loud. It was full. It was a, a night game here. I think it might have been the first Sunday night game here in a while. And, uh, and they were into it. Their team was into it. And uh, we, had to, we had to play our, a really good football game, a playoff-style football game to win. And that's kind of how it played out, that kind of a football game which we expected. So proud of our guys for the win. A lot of guys played really well. Uh, of course, there's things we can do better, uh, but, uh, but that's a big win. So we'll get a day or two, and then we'll be on to uh, San Francisco. We do have some injury uh, announcements. Keaton is going to be a serious injury, um, knee injury. So it looks like he won't be back for the rest of the season. Uh, Marcus uh, is going to be kind of day-to-day probably. Uh, we'll see. We'll know more tomorrow, but that looks like it will probably be day-to-day. Is there anybody else? Ronnie, 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 I think will be okay. Uh, those guys will be looked at concussion-wise. We'll see how that uh, how that plays out. What questions do you have, John? Uh, you said last week that you know Lamar played that game as well as so, you know. Yeah. It, 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 what, what, what do you say about I this? Corrected. What do you say? Corrected. Corrected. <laughs> played even better. Played even better this week. You know, it's so, could give Lamar Lamar Jackson our game ball every single game. You know, he wouldn't take him. You know, he's. He wouldn't know everywhere to put him in his house, you know. <laughs> Too many game balls, but that's the way he plays. You know, that's 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 uh, just. I, I think I've said it before. I believe he's the best quarterback in the National Football League. I've said it many times before, and uh, and he continues to prove it. He proves me right. You know, he proves his, he's uh, he just he took the game over in so many different ways, all the different ways he does it. But some, some spectacular throws, 
handled the, the, the game plan. We had a lot of no huddle stuff. We had a lot of plays at the line we were switching to and calling and changing around. And getting, we had a lot of motions and shifts they had to deal with. And then the play clock comes into factor there. Nobody's better handling the play clock than Lamar Jackson managing the game, but also uh, making the plays. So just very proud of him, obviously. John, over the years, do you develop any sort of are you kind of experiencing the thrill ride of seeing Lamar, you know, escape from the pocket or kind of make it a juke and, and sort of, you know, there's this element where he's kind of always close to the danger or kind of escaping from danger. <laughs> Do you develop sort of resistance to that or you kind of go up along for the ride with us? You know, I, I just think you just, it's, it's simple. You have, it gets a player's game, you know, and as a coach, you know, coaches get, get a lot of credit sometimes for things that they really don't do, you know, and if, if you're, if you're a good coach, you, you build, your, your, your system and your plays and your schemes and, and, and everything, your operation basically around your players. Players are the guys out there playing the game. We have a great football player in Lamar Jackson, and not just Lamar, so many guys just like that that you try to build it around. So if we're smart, we, we, build, we try to build our offense in a way that Lamar can thrive in it as best we can, best we can figure out. You know? And he's a big part of that. He's involved in all the game planning every single week you know, and has input and uh, helps decide those plays. So. But you know what? He's out there just playing the game, and that's what the game is. You go out there and you play the game like that. John, you rushed for over 200 yards, I believe, in the second half. What was kind of the difference in really getting the run game ramped up? 204, as it was pointed out to me in the locker room, and I think 251 overall. I think we just kind of kept coming, you know, and after a while it had its impact. You know, our guys were blocking really well, backs were running really well, and uh, Lamar had a, had a number of yards as well. So, uh, yeah, that was a. Big factor in the fourth quarter, too. We had a bunch of yards, maybe 100 in the fourth quarter, something like that. So it was, it was good. By the way, John, uh, your team actually clinched the playoff for uh, we, we did know that. We did know that. Yeah, no, we're very grateful. We're very excited about that. And that's the first step. That's our starting point goal, you know, and then we'll go from there. Um, Jacksonville kind of had these moments, especially at the end of the first half where they run a time. And I think there was another play where you guys kind of quick snapped it and got them with 12 men on the field. What do you make of your guys' poise in some of those moments as there was a lot of chaos being able to take advantage? Both sides of the ball. You know, Lamar again in the offense doing a great job, substitutions, and, and that becomes part of the game within the game, and, and uh, Lamar catching him there and, and getting that penalty. And then look at Marcus Williams to play at the end of the half. You know, Mike made a great call. Uh, Marcus makes a great play. Tackle their, their guy around the flat right inbounds, a play we had anticipated. Uh, it's just a play people run in that situation and with no huddle. and. Uh, and uh, Marcus made a great play, and that, that saved us right there, at least a field goal. It's just a fabulous play. And there were other plays like that in the game. How about, how about Isaiah Likely? I mean, the catches that he made, you know? How about, how about Arthur Millette the, you know, getting that fumble early in the game and really turning the momentum a little bit? So, you know, they got some yards in the first half, but we, we made plays we needed to make to keep them out of the end zone. John, is the plan right now, Melvin Gordon up on the roster? Is, it, you know, is that what you foresee yourself doing? Yes. Yeah, we'll bring Melvin up. Uh, he's, he's been working super hard. He's in great shape and he'll be ready to go. How difficult though? I mean, Keaton was just starting to get up. I mean, for him to, to suffer that injury, you know, how, how difficult do you think it's going to be? Yeah, it's heartbreaking. You know, I mean, he's he's a guy that I was just in there. We were just in there, you know, and we were talking and we prayed. And uh, he's just got a great attitude and demeanor about him. And you know, it's a guy that you want to see do well. He deserves to do well. And I just feel for his parents right now. You know, they're watching and they're I'm sure they're feeling it too. Uh, be a lot of hype around. This next game against the 49ers, uh, does the 24-hour rule still apply to you know this team and kind of handling the noise that's going to be coming its way when you guys get back to Baltimore? Oh, absolutely. That's how these guys are. I mean, these guys are going to be thinking about one thing and thinking about the next game. You know, 1-0 has been their mantra. You know, 
Lamar talked about it before the season ever started, and it's not going to change. That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also talked with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Can you talk about the play when you kind of skate the sack and then through the long pass to Isaiah Likely? Just kind of what you saw in that play and for Isaiah to go up and, and make that play in that situation. Well, yeah, uh, defense went quarters. They, they ended up dropping quarters on me. Uh, we had Verts um, going, little stick knots. And uh, uh, I don't know if it was 91, I want to say, right side. You know, he just made a good play, you know, beat our guy. Um, and I just had to make a play, make something happen. And I seen likely, um, if I, I believe if he wasn't um, so free, I likely would have scored because I already seen him, but I couldn't throw it because 91 rushing and I don't want to have a fumble happen. So, you know, I just made something happen and I seen him. I see 31 flying under. I'm like, bro, if I try to drive it, it's going to be an exception. And I already threw one, so I'm, I was pissed off. So it's like, just get likely a shot. You know, he. I know he can jump a little, so it's like, you give him a shot, and he made a play. Great play. Lamar, what goes through your head when you're dropping back and you face pressure and you're ducking under people, scrambling around? All the whole scramble part, what goes through your head? Uh, make something happen. Make a positive play. You know, I'm not trying to get sacked, but I'm also trying to keep the ball safe at the same time. That's the most important thing when we playing offense and points. So um, we were driving the ball down the field. It's like, you know, we can't mess up. If anything, we can't score, you know, Tucker kick a field goal because points matter in all these games. I think people were amazed by the way you're just dodging around rushers and, and buying more time, buying more time. Do you feel calm when that's happening all around you? Like, what are your emotions? I look calm. Not be looking calm, right? <laughs> nah, you know, um, just keep keeping a level head, you know. Like I said, I'm not trying to make make a mistake. I'm trying to just keep us with positive yards, keep us moving, you know, and that's what we had to do tonight. Last week, you kind of, I mean, throw over 300 yards, kind of pass first offense look. This the second half tonight, over 200 yards in that second half alone. Did it feel like you're kind of going back to the team you used to be? Does it feel like this team has gears you can kind of shift between? I mean, they were, I, I believe they were prepared, you know, for, for our pass. You know, they, they rushed, they, their guys would just rush, you know, um, clogging up the, the line and stuff like that. So, you know, we can't make our reads and progress sometimes. Um, but I believe we left some players out there on that field because, uh, if I'd have a better pass to Bateman in that end zone, that would have been a touchdown, you know, so I'm, I'm pissed off about that as well. But um, we got dug. You know, we clinched the playoffs, so I'm, I'm happy a little bit about that. We know when Mark's out there, you're, you're always looking at out for him. Do you feel like Isaiah, that relationship, especially the, the number of catches he's made in the last three games, do you think he's becoming that for you right now? I mean, Mark and likely two different players, you know, um, but both of them bring, you know, um, greatness to the game. And uh, we already knew what uh, Likely was capable of, you know, but nobody's like Mark and nobody's like Likely. Well, you kind of touched on it, but how does it feel to reach that first goal of getting to the playoffs and then also having the famous chant MVP as you came off the field tonight? Oh, man, that's, first of all, Fight Nation was in the building. You know, um, I, I should have been shouted the, the, the fans out. Um, they, they was wonderful tonight, you know, for us. Um, but, you know, I didn't know we clinched the playoffs. You know, I'm just trying to win. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to win the game at a time, you know, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the opportunity. saying every single person on the offense needed to step up because he's not a guy that one person can. How have you felt everyone, not just the tight ends, step up to fill his absence? Yeah, our guys, you know, we've been had those guys. You know, we got Bateman. Bateman is that guy. You know, we got Odell. He's that guy. Zay, that guy. You know, Nelly's that guy. We got guys who's going to step up. Um, they just need an opportunity. That's all.
How tough was it to see Keaton go down? What's kind of the mood of the team? So that was that was very tough, you know, because I believe that was gonna be a touchdown. You know, um, he's he lights out, man. He was just starting to get he was just starting to get started, you know. So that's that's tough to see, you know. So my prayers, my thoughts and prayers with him, because he a guy, you know. That that was a crazy injury. You do one more, one more. Um, what does it say about this team? I mean, I know obviously you weren't happy about some of the plays you left out there, but. For you guys to leave with a double-digit victory against a team that was leading this division on Sunday night in their place, what does it say about this team? Um, I believe um, we're just getting started, you know. Um, but that was a tough team. You know, that was a great team we just played. We can't downplay what was going on out there on that field, even though, like you said, it was double double-digit score. But that was a tough that was a tough team. You know, um, things just just don't happen like that in the league. So you gotta be prepared each and every drive, each and every play. You gotta stay focused and. I believe both teams were. All right, thanks so much, Cool. Appreciate y'all. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. We also heard from linebacker Roquan Smith. Playoff berth. What, what does that mean for, for this team? Oh, it's big time. You know, um, that's division starting um, at the beginning of the year. Win a division, uh, make the playoffs. So uh, we're just getting started, man. So we're happy about it, but we're not satisfied. You know that, you know, playoff was it was a winning your in type situation, or like Lamar, were you kind of it was that out of sight, out of mind for you? Well, no, I'm pretty locked in all the time, you know, just thinking one and zero for each and every week. But you know, obviously, I have friends and family that say things to me like, "Oh, you guys win," you know, "You guys are in the playoffs." So I hear that, but you know, it's big time. You know, love being the playoffs, but you know, that's part of it. But we're not done. Raquan. You know, the Jags were able to kind of move the ball between the 20s, but a lot of those red zone possessions, the turnovers, uh, the the stopping them with Glenn running out of clock at the end of the half, how do you feel like um, the defense bowed up in some of those red zone situations tonight? Yeah, man, I think that's what we do, bend and don't break. And the uh, biggest thing in this game, it's not yards, anything like that. It's about how many points you score cause that's, because that's what win games. You can go out there and run for 500 yards, throw for 300, and then you score – Three points, what what good is that, you know? So just thinking about it from that perspective, us as a defense, we bend, don't break. But, um, you know, we're just trying to impose our will on uh, people week in and week out. And uh, obviously those guys, I heard their little motto this week was like, uh, takes the bully or something like that. I overheard that uh, saying they wanted to be a bully. That was their thing this week. So, hey, I guess the bully get hit in the mouth sometimes. And, you know, how do they respond? But, you know, it's a great team win. Roquan, did last year's game, you know, Patrick Queen brought it up this week. Did, was that discussed in the meeting rooms? Or did that kind of stick in your craw a little bit, knowing how that game went down in the fourth quarter? Honestly, man, it didn't have to be discussed in the meeting, meeting room. I think uh, amongst ourselves, uh, each and every guy, including the coaches, we knew everything that was at, uh, at stand. And uh, we knew we didn't finish the game last year, but that's a whole that's a whole different year than this year and a whole different team the way we wanted to. But, like, for the guys that was on the team, uh, some of us, it was definitely personal. So, you know, we came in to their house, and we got the job done. Roquan, I know when you go to sidelines, it's a lot of times you're focusing on defense, adjustments, things like that. Are you able to, like tonight, see and Lamar out there and, and how he escapes pressure and things like that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty unique, man. I'm like, I'm glad he's on my team. I'll say that uh, at least. But some of the things the guy do, man, he's the only one that's doing it. Because uh, some of the things he get himself out of or get the team out of, that just goes to show, man. He put it on his back, put the city on his back, put the team on his back, and say, let's go. And we're all about it.
Justin Matabike tying the sack record, the sack streak record. Do you guys kind of celebrate with him in any way as a defense, and just what makes him so special as a, as a rusher? Honestly, I, I, I had no idea about it uh, until we was in the um, locker room when Harbs just mentioned it. But, like, man, Beeks, we kick it, man, all during the week. Uh, the way he worked throughout the week, uh, even out of the building, man. I'm just so proud of the guy. Guy just put his head down, don't really say a lot, but bust his tail day in and day out. You can't do anything but respect him. And I think the guy can do all. If you're running games with him, he's elite. If you just want him to rush the pass, he can do that run game. The guy can strike blockers, guards, whatever the case may be. And he's shredded. You ever seen the guy with his shirt off? <laughs> guy looked like a, a wild animal. Like I wish I looked like that, you know? <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's, he's shredded. And I see why he's able to do some of the things he do. And I'm just proud to be a, his teammate. Talk this week about Kyle Hamilton's status. Did he show you anything this week with his toughness and, and wanting to make sure that he was out on the field today? Man, I got the utmost respect for Kyle. That guy's a fucking warrior. Like, the way he came out there, everything he's been going through this season, man, and just the way he forgot about it all and just said, hey, I'm going to put it all on the line for us. And, like, when you think about that, that's, like, the ultimate teammate that you want uh, in the locker room. A guy that's willing to sacrifice himself for the betterment of the team, knowing uh, if he was good enough to go, he was going to go. And I'm just proud of him, and he's a, he's a tough guy. But, you know, that's how they raise him down in Georgia. In the locker room, we also heard from defensive lineman Justin Matabike, who actually tied an NFL record. Matabike got his 12th sack of the season on Sunday, and he tied an NFL record by notching at least a half sack in 11 straight games. Here's what he had to say about that. So just what does it mean to you to uh, make history tonight? Uh, I don't think it really hit me yet. Um, it feels good. It feels good, um, especially when we get the win with it. Um, but I'm just out there trying try to make plays, help my team win. That's just what the bottom line is. And when glad both happen, we got to win and make plays. But I'll go to God, honestly. There's a lot of hard work in the offseason, just a lot of um, sacrifices being made and just paying off. But season ain't over. I ain't done yet. <laughs> well, after the sack on the bench, it looked like you were having a lot of laughs with some teammates and something yeah. like that. Can you take us in some of those, those conversations? Uh. It was a lot of conversations, <laughs> so I don't know which one you want me to talk about, but just everybody was just congratulating me, just telling me how proud they am of me and just making plays and stuff like that. And I was just, I was hyped up, man. I was just <laughs> hyped up because we were winning and people were making plays. Art, myself, Marlo, B. Steve, everybody was just making plays. So great team winning, honestly. What what does this streak feel like for you emotionally? I mean, is it kind of just hard to wrap your head around that that you're getting so many sacks or, or what? Uh. Kind of, but I, every every game I tell myself, I'm just trying to get back there at least one time. And after the one time, I'm like, I want to get there again and again and again and again. And again. But, uh, you know, it's just a lot of hard work pays off. And, um, you know, I'm not done yet. What does it mean for the Ravens to be clinch a playoff spot tonight? So huge, it? huge, huge. Um, that's the expectation, honestly. Um, we go out every game and with the intention to win. That's what we did today. And, um, we won the playoffs. That's what we got. I know everybody's happy about that, but um, job's not finished though. You know, we have the next opponent. So, 
we're going to celebrate this for 24 and get back to work, honestly. What's it mean to you? I mean, some of the other guys you're tied with for the record now. I mean, Jared Allen, Chris Jones, yeah. Trey Henderson. I mean, these are some really good players that yeah. have been for a long time. To be in their company, you know, what does that kind of mean to you? Uh, it's huge. You know, those are guys I watched film on uh, when I was a rookie, when I was in second year, even third year, I watched film on. I just wanted to just keep elevating my game every year. And um, it's, it's, it's showing now, which uh, I'm in conversation with those guys, and it's huge. And um, it just makes me more hungry to want to stay there. It makes me more hungry to want to keep working harder. You know, uh, my mom was just texting me and calling me like, congratulations. I was just like, no, nah, mom, this is just the beginning. You know, I, I, I love this. I love this game. I love, I love playing with these guys. I love this team. It's great. Yeah. So is Chris Jones the one you watch a lot of film on? Or? Uh, Chris, Aaron Donald, obviously. Um, Fletcher Cox a little bit. Um, just a lot of guys. A lot of guys. A lot of guys do different things well, and I just try to uh, emulate it and put my little spin on it and try to create my own. Yeah. Cool. Just, how, how much has the fact that you guys are about to play the, the 49ers and it's going to be primetime game alive, has that even crossed the radar or, or is it still, like you said, 24-hour rule? 24-hour rule, like he just said, uh, like uh, the next game, I didn't even know who we were playing, but yeah, the, four, the 49ers, yeah, they're a great, <laughs> they're a good team. They've won the best backs in the league, uh, good quarterback. Um, I'm excited for it. I know y'all are excited for it too. It's going to be a great game. <laughs> That was Justin Matabike. We also heard from quarterback Marlon Humphrey. Like, I mean, like, how, how so was Just almost seems like from everything, from getting the extra workout, uh, being the first one in, you know, breaking the team down uh, with speeches, um, getting on guys. He told me, hey, bro, we need you to play better uh, this, this past <laughs> week. So, um, you know, it's all these things. Um, it's, it's been really encouraging, you know, um, to, to have, you know, he gets his big contract. And um, he's really filled all the the roles, up them from even what he's already done. Um, his plays, you know, he's, he's always going to step up and play. But I think how he's carried himself leadership-wise, you know, just people see it and uh, people really respect it. You've seen him play a, a lot of times now for a long time. It, does it still boggle your mind when you see him escape pressure the way he was tonight? No, it, it doesn't. Uh, I, hate to, I hate to say that, but uh, he's become such a just – baller like just magician that it's it's kind of normal now even though it's it's to the fans to everyone else is probably crazy but we're just like wow he just escaped like five people like nice so um but i love seeing it um obviously a good player what, what does this defensive performance do for you guys obviously you know they left some points out there end of the half and all that but to hold a, a good jaguars team a good quarterback to seven points i mean that says something yeah it's a lot uh it's really big i think um it's hard i think trevor lawrence is one of the better quarterbacks in the league Told them to that was 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 pretty big. Um, I know they they had some stuff they left out there, but you know it's kind of thing. When Closey gets the goal line, if you can bow up, you you can you can have big success. So told that team, I think will give us some good momentum going in uh, San Fran. That was cornerback Marlon Humphrey. We also talked with tight end Isaiah Likely about his big catch and touchdown in this game. Crazy being ready, you know when the game comes. Isaiah, did it take time to learn how to kind of keep moving when Lamar's doing his thing, kind of getting out of the pocket, escaping? And... <laughs> yeah, I feel so. Uh, you know, that's just, you know, repetition, repetition. And I feel like, you know, now I got a, you know, a good idea where he's going to be most of the time, you know, when he's back there being Lamar. Do you feel like a play is never dead, basically? Ever. When he... Ever. I mean, y'all seen it when he threw the ball. I didn't even know he broke three tackles before he threw the ball. 
before seeing the video, but you know, that's just Lamar. He's going to make it happen when nothing's up. What's going through your head when two defenders closing in on every ball in the air? What's going through your mind? I didn't see the one behind me, but the golden rule is if you wave your hand trying to get the quarterback's attention, you got to come down with the ball. So that's definitely what went through my head. It's two weeks in a row now for you, huh? Waving to get Lamar. Yeah, got to. What was the feeling in the huddle on the third quarter when started to get downhill with the run game and you kind of just big chunks of yards in the run game? Did you kind of get the feeling that you were kind of breaking them a little bit? Uh, yeah, you know, the, the emphasis was really just, you know, that one play mentality. I mean, never to like always look for the home run shot. And like we knew they were a good team. We knew that was going to take all four quarters. So really just, you know, staying true to who we was you said this week that you wanted to make some of those gritty catches, right? Those contested catches like Marcus made so many times. T to make that play near the goal line, what does that do for you? Uh, I mean, it just, you know, puts trust in Lamar. I mean, to be able to throw in those tight windows still and, and really just be able to still have that outlet, you know, when, when going against row. That was tight end Isaiah Likely. We also talked with safety Kyle Hamilton. How important was it for you to play, even given the injury from last week? How important was it for you to get out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, my parents always raised me that if you can go, go. So I felt like I could go, and throughout the week got better. Um, felt decent Friday, and then it was just up to me whether I felt like pain tolerance was good enough. Uh, went out there before the game, just had some pain. It was really just pain management throughout the game. So, you know, adrenaline was going and everything, so feel good. I think you had a early maybe first drive where you blew up a screen, was that kind of when you kind of felt like, okay, this pain ain't nothing? Or yeah, what? yeah. Maybe first couple plays, I was maybe babying a little bit. But uh, after that, I think um, I think I kind of trusted it after that. What does it mean to clinch the playoff spot? Uh, it's, it's dope. I mean, it's, what, it's the beginning of what we want to do. Um, not the end goal, obviously, but uh, I think we just keep building. And uh, we're. I don't think we're even close to how good we can be. So, um you know, everybody stepping up, injuries, people going down. Uh, it's a team effort. Big, big games coming up. You know, obviously, 49ers and the Dolphins, you know, these are playoff-like games, right? Mm -hmm. To be in a playoff atmosphere like tonight was against a very good team and get that win, do you, does that sharpen you for kind of what's ahead and the playoffs? Yes and no. I mean, it's always good getting wins against good teams, and that was a good team. Um, but at the same time, you know, playoffs is different, and people – we play different in the playoffs. Uh, it's winner go home, so you never know who you're going to get. Uh, so, I mean, we got to be prepared for anybody. This seemed to be really pivotal at the end of the half when they ran out of clock and after getting a big completion, getting all the way down the goal line. What do you kind of remember about that and the defense's boys in that moment? Yeah, I mean, we had just given up a big play and for us to get lined up, you know, Grove give us the call and everybody gets set and Marcus makes a great tackle on the sideline, keep the clock running. and. Uh, fortunately, they ran out, ran out of time, and um, that was a big stop for us going into halftime. You know, kept them at I think zero at that point mm -hmm. going into halftime, and you know that's a good offensive team over there. And I think we did a good job overall, and still stuff to improve on though. I'm just curious. What's it like having him as a leader? Yeah, I remember on the sideline just watching him. He had a bunch of crazy plays tonight, but one play I just leaned over. I think Gino or somebody. I was like. I do special. Like it's just, it's. I'm glad we don't have to play him because it would be so frustrating as a defense. You know, you got him bottled up and out of nowhere he scrambles and dudes back there covering for 10 seconds and it's hard to do that in this league and guys getting open and making plays. It's just, it's. Uh, he provides presents a lot of problems for defenses and I'm glad he's on our team.
You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. If you want a full breakdown from this game, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed and we break it all down for you over there. Make sure you leave a rating and a review and hit that subscribe button as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you again this week. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.